previously on Smalls and Talls podcast. All right. I feel like we need jingle bells in the background for this one. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have. <laughs> I love how we both did. You did like a ding and I did a, yeah, whatever that was. Because <laughs> that's what a jingle bell sounds like, Brandon. Not that I did any better. Uh, but No, you didn't. Uh, mine wasn't good either, so... Uh... Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy... Hanukkah? Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Um... <laughs> You've been struck by a smooth criminal. Ow! Whoa! <laughs> oh, my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So loud. <laughs> Noise warning. <laughs> Volume warning. <laughs> rip, warning. Rip headphones. Yeah. <laughs> you always see those YouTube videos. It's like rip headphones. It's like. <laughs> I can't do it, but. That was, <laughs> that was really loud. Pa- passing gas over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, on that note, welcome to welcome. Smalls and Talls. On this episode of Smalls and Talls. I don't know. You can do an intro. Your 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 voice is great for that. <laughs> Just drop it. Be like, on this episode. You no, know, previously on Smalls and Talls, <laughs> and then it'll be like a drama. Like, I don't know. That sounds like who wants to be a millionaire. That's fair. What did we talk about in the last one? Stuff. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I mean, we did. I don't even remember. That man, that was last time. I don't. I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> Wait. Life cereal with some milk, of course. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, just plain <laughs> raw plain. dog. In it. Hey, look, just man. some dry <laughs> cereal out of the Ziploc bag. Hey, that's like a, a one-year-old's dream, <laughs> right? So one-year-old in church eating some Cheerios out of a bag. <laughs> My, uh, someone offered me Cheerios in in a bag <laughs> at church. <laughs> Gotta clarify, they're like, man, if anyone walked up on the street and offered me Cheerios in a bag, I'd be down. <laughs> like, All right, sure. Depends on where you live, Depends I guess. on the kind of Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> what are you insinuating? No. <laughs> Cheerios are good. The Not a sponsor, by the way. Um, but hey, I Cheerios. haven't seen... Hey. hey, Cheerios, if you're listening, I haven't seen Frosted Cheerios in stores for way too long. What are those? Have you never had Frosted Cheerios? I don't don't know if I've actually ever had them. What are those? Is that what you were trying to do? I was gaslighting you just a little bit. Just a little bit. See, we did talk about uh, slang. Oh, that was our last episode. Jargon. (laughs) What's the other fancy word? I think so. Yeah, we, we ended on that. Hey man, I there there's some previously on yeah. smalls and talls. Previously on smalls and talls, we talked about Riz. <laughs> I mean, I I was told my wife about that one. She's like, "What does it mean?" I'm like, "I don't even remember." <laughs> like we talked about it, and that it, it's like uh, game. I mean, I'm tall. It didn't go over my head. It hit yeah. me square in the chest. But <laughs> you know, it went over mine. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everything go over your head? Well, a lot of things. <laughs> It's like what's the what's the quote from Guardians of the Galaxy of metaphors going over uh, Drax's head, and he's like, "No, I would catch that." <laughs> the, 
nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too That's quick. That's what it is. I didn't say that in the mic, but nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too quick. My reflexes are too quick. That's so funny. Anyway, not what we're talking about today, but hey, sure. I mean, hey. the power of editing probably... I'm going to leave it in. I think it's funnier if I just leave these. People are going to be like, what the crap are they going to talk about? <laughs> like the title of the episode is like music and artists and they go on. Cheerios. Like, Man, they really just talked about Frosted Cheerios <laughs> the whole time. Music artists and Cheerios. <laughs> that, that's a great, that's a great title. <laughs> and we'll say it like once. I would at the click beginning. on that title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were going to say something more profound. No, <laughs> me say something profound? My uh, man hit me with, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> what a good start. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be fun. So, um, yeah, the the... <coughs> Point of discussion today, topic, what you will. Music. Music. Right? We're kind of covering the wide gambit, but this one's specifically around artists. Um it, and so, you know, we're gonna be talking about our favorite artists, who we like, bands, groups, individuals. Um Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. J R jr Ooh, what'd you say <laughs> i should not you, you were that. totally just already got demonetized by yeah, no i'm go. just kidding. copyright um no but yeah like our favorite <laughs> artists I, I think this is interesting right because i think this is something that constantly changes mm-hmm. you love music i love music you know way more than i do about music <laughs> i'm just putting that out there because obviously you're gonna get i think you probably know more than you think you know Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. I guess. Well, okay, but even then, right? <laughs> like, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten really into production. Obviously, we're gonna yeah. talk about that later. But, um, but I love music. Like, mm-hmm. music speaks to me, literally, my soul. Like, it's just something that, you know, whatever's going on, there's a song for it. Absolutely. I mean, come on. You had a bad day, <laughs> <laughs> and that's about how it sounds. Yeah. See, I. Yeah, those no. opening piano chords in that song, great. Yeah, man. man. Anyway, um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about our favorite artists at this moment in time, and kind of what that looks like. So, um, that's the goal. And I would say no particular order, because for me, like my top okay. five, it's not like oh, this is my number one artist. I have my, I have a number one, okay. and then everything else is kind of not in an order. Well, then maybe we should start. You want to start? Yeah. Do you want me to start with my number one or start with my other ones? We should lead up to my. Well, yeah, not. yeah, yeah. Lead up know. to your number one. Lead up to it. Lead, lead up to it. Um, you know, it's gonna be like one of those articles that people click on. They have to go through like twenty thousand ads to get to, <laughs> to number get one. To the one and then it's see. like you have to subscribe to this channel to get access to. It. <laughs> it's like, ah, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um. Should we do our honorable mentions first? I feel like we ought to end on those. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll end on those. Right, because, like, they, that's they, fair. they're honorable mentions, you know? They're, yeah. You got to throw them out there, but. Okay, my, I mean, it's the way I wrote my top five. It's on the bottom, but not saying that they're on the bottom, but. Um, they're the butt of this joke. 
I'm I'm curious to see if they're in your top five or if you're going to talk about them at all. But the the Beatles. Ooh, wait, who are they? <laughs> I'm oh just kidding. Gosh. I oh my gosh, man. Do you like the Beatles? Yeah, man. Okay, so I'll be real. They're in my honorable mentions. Okay, that's fair. And, and it's not because well, maybe I should have you talk first. But but I'll just say this iconic changed music Absolutely. right they, they, historically speaking they did so much and they have so many different songs that's just nuts now here's the other side of that though they're not ones that i just listen to usually that's fair and they're not for me either like i don't okay. like on it on the daily i'm not like listening to the beatles but like on the weekly probably okay um yeah it just depends yeah, hundred percent depends. But they, yeah, their their diversity in albums. Yes. My favorite thing. Awesome. How many albums did they have total? It was a a lot. Yeah, a, a lot. That's the exact number. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. Eh, go Google it. I, anyone yeah. that's listening, um, <laughs> it'll give you the details better than we probably could. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just I I love the Beatles and I love what they did for music and mm. um, how they bent genres early because I feel like people get put in a box of the genre that people label them as, or they want to be in. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, and genres as a whole, I think is just like a crazy topic to talk about, but they were able to bend it before bending. It was a thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, they, they've been to like Beckham before Beckham ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Soccer reference. I didn't get it. So bend it like Beckham, dude. I don't watch soccer, <sighs> not even a little bit. I'm gonna get heat for that, but nah, it's whatever. It's okay. We're probably gonna get heat for a lot of the things we say. <laughs> yeah. Interesting thing about the Beatles. Um. So I actually got when I was in college, I sang in a, a choir group called the Salt Lake Choral Artist. Shout out, by the way. Awesome. Brady Allred, fantastic director. Um. <laughs> And we actually did a Beatlemania concert. And so this was something... Like, I knew the Beatles before then, right? But yeah. I think that's when I really found an appreciation for the Beatles because we sing a lot of their different songs. And just the the robust nature of, like... And once again, the versatility mm -hmm. that existed there was nuts to me. It's crazy. and And we'll talk more about production later but um like it's crazy what they did with what little they had as it compares to today's day and age with equipment and with production like wild because oh my gosh unreal all of those sounds all of those everything is played on an instrument it, none of that's digital which is crazy whereas like most things most are digital things nowadays. today yeah. is digital which like teach their own and it's just like a different well, it makes world. sense right mm -hmm. but but yeah well, and the mixes wild i i know they're they've been remastered and i know they like other people have mixed them since but like the original mixes if you listen to them impressive what they were able to do so impressive crazy what the like the sound like sonically wild well nothing had been done like mm -hmm. that they were the original boy band man <laughs> Like, they, <laughs> they really were. were. It's true. I mean, not that that's how you would think about it. We think boy band, and, you know, it's like, yeah. ooh, ooh. <laughs> but. The Backstreet Boys. And Sync, man. 
but yeah. So yeah, honorable mention. I mean, I had a lot to say about him apparently, but yeah, that's fair. What's your favorite Beatles song? I feel like this is one that now we're you're both putting me on the spot, man. Able to talk about so. one that I probably listen to the most, and it's a version of it is Imagine. Ooh, what version do you know? By Pentatonix. Ooh, I'm I'm a big I'm a big harmony guy. Like I love acapella, I love, love harmonies. harmonies. It just it gives me the chills, and that one especially by them. Ooh, oh, and yeah. it strikes a chord. Literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Music pun. There we go. But yeah. What about you? Eleanor Rigby. Easily. Ooh, ooh, yes. Easily. I love strings. And that opening string, just whole part. I know. I want to go listen to the, the Beatles. <laughs> I, El- Eleanor Rigby gets me going. Like I could listen to that every day and never get sick of it. Uh, honorable mention to Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine. Crazy good song the best song on that album. Like nobody ever talks about that album. Cause it was just like a fun phase they went through. It was like, Oh, that was, that was fun. But like nobody ever like talks bad about it or like good about it. Cause it's not that like, well, great it's, it's an interesting one. It's just different. Well, look, yellow n- submarine song. N- nostalgia, great. man. My mom used to sing that all the time. Oh, yeah. Just the chorus. Right. <laughs> but like, Oh yeah. So funny. my dad knows every single word. And when I was little, like we would be driving to like football games or basketball games and like yeah. we'd throw on the Beatles and we'd, we'd listen to a bunch of them, but then we'd get to freaking a yellow submarine and GML, knew brother. every word. And it was so fun. I love it. Nostalgia is great. Oh, Anyways, Beatles are good, man. hit me with one of yours. All right. Um, in no particular order. Well, I already talked about pentatonics, so they're on my top five. And once that's again, mainly because of harmonies. Well, they they've changed the game for acapella music as well, Absolutely. right? Like before that, yeah. Like there are some really good groups out there, local groups, and then also just, but but they they were never as well known. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like pentatonics one revolutionized the game for acapella music. But then, once again, their harmonies and how they run things are insane. Like, their production as well is nuts. Really good. Like, they do a great job of blending all their voices, which, mm-hmm. once again, acapella-wise, is not easy to do. Yep. Um, and, gr- like, this is something that, like, I don't put much weight in in music because I don't really care for it. But, like, music videos, theirs are really good. Oh, I enjoy yeah. watching theirs. Oh, yeah, man. Big time. I, like their Christmas albums, once again, so good. If you listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, you're a monster. Just putting that out there. But, That's a good take. Um, <laughs> people, people are gonna, <laughs> yeah, not be happy about that one. But I'm uh after Thanksgiving. But as soon as like the day after Thanksgiving, Pentatonics Christmas is oh, some yeah. of my favorites. So good. Just and, and once again, I think part of it too is like. I was in acapella choir in high school, yeah. like tried to run a little acapella group back then, <laughs> like kiss you can't tell by my voice, I'm a high tenor, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one of us in this room is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like the bass and uh, really? I don't give myself, <laughs> yeah, I know, shocker, real shocker. Um, but like also my buddy could beatbox and I can, eh kind of beatbox i don't give myself much credit there because you should give yourself more credit most people can't well i mean define i mean it's not like boots and cats <laughs> oh my gosh. I love, no but like I'm, I'm not great at it i'm not one of those crazy beatboxers but i love the concept of creating music mm-hmm. simply from 
voice. Yeah. Right. And that to me is using your voice as an instrument is so pure. Right. And so once again, I think for me, this goes in a little bit more of like the nerdy musical piece for me, which is dissecting songs and the parts and being able to sing like the bass line or being able to do those harmonies. You know way more about music than you think you do. Well, thank you. Then you give yourself credit for. Well, what can I say? Except, Except you're, you're welcome. welcome. We did the same oh, job. Man, that's that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> and then we both whisper. ASMR. Oh. I, I don't get ASMR. We're not going to go into that. Anyway, <laughs> Let's not. as I ostracize like <laughs> half of YouTube. Um, but, but yeah, at Pentatonic's definitely like, and, and they're the only acapella group in my top five. Yeah. And they've consistently stayed there because they continue to come out with new stuff. And they do great. Once again, Imagine. Their cover of Imagine is just nuts. That's awesome. I have to go listen to it because I haven't. It's good. I should. Yeah, you should. Anyway, all right. Okay, I'm going to, because you just talked about pentatonics and harmonies and stuff, he's higher than what I'm about to list him as, but Phineas. Ooh, yes. Phineas is in my top five. Is he Good choice. Honorable much? Is he in your no, top five? No, he should be. I, I don't That's listen fair. to his stuff as much. I probably listen to him almost every day. I'm going to write this down. I need to go listen to his stuff again. Phineas is unreal. And what he's doing production-wise, unreal. He is so talented. So talented. I mean, look what he's done for Billie Eilish. Yeah. Like, it's nuts, man. Well, they're they're just insane together, and their their harmonies. Go, have you ever listened to the song "Hostage" by her? Uh-uh. No. That is my favorite Billy song of all time. He's subtly, 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 subtly in the background singing harmonies with her, and and a lot of it is just like octaves and like whatever. But something about sibling voices. Oh. Oh my gosh. Well, and unreal. I've, I've heard a couple of his songs. They're just so good. So good. He's he's next level. Like he just gets things that it takes people so long to get. And it's cause he did take the time. Like he's been wanting to be a music producer since he was like twelve years old. Like he's twenty five right now, ish, or oh, something like that. Makes me feel old. I know, right? I'm not even <laughs> old, but okay. I, I mean I'm younger than that, but like <laughs> at twenty two he won five Grammys. In the same year they were nominated for six or maybe maybe it was five and four but like they they won one less than they were nominated for don't you love though how people are probably like i just got lucky it's like no he freaking wanted to be a producer since he was 12 people yeah. put in the work yeah you ever read the book uh it's called outliers or um by oh. malcolm whatever yeah, it is. I, I know which one you're talking which one you're talking but about it's like I the ten thousand hours book right same same thing i just read recently atomic habits by james yeah. clear and um, what's the other one? Compound compound effect. Mm-hmm. Hardy? I can't remember who it's by. Yeah. Same concept, though. Like exactly. They put in the time. Yeah. Well, and I was listening to a podcast the other day, of, and Phineas was on it, and he was talking about that book. Um, and, like, he read it when he was, like, 15. And he, like, he wrote, if you if you ever watch, like, any of the documentary stuff on, on them or on, um, like, their, their tiny bedroom that they made their first album or her first album in and stuff like he wrote in sharpie 10,000 hours on like his doorframe at the very top of like his bedroom Mm. um and like that's they accumulate uh or accumulate like in in that book they talk about it's roughly 10 years to get Mm 10,000 hours um 
if you're constantly increasing it or it could be less if you're like intensely getting your hours basically right but like he for sure had it by the time he won five grammys like for sure but but once again people see that that success and and it does to be real and this happens a lot of people it looks like that overnight success yeah but it's clearly not it's not but it is at the same time it 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 is but it isn't right it took him a ton of time to get there but then like ocean eyes blew up like that yeah him and billy they wrote three songs uh, I like know like their whole freaking story, but they no, wrote, I love they it, wrote three songs together, and they put two or they put all three out on SoundCloud, and the first two not that great, in his own words. I've I've never listened to those two. Like I don't even know. If, I, I could probably find them somewhere. I'm sure they're out there. Um, but the third one was Ocean Eyes, and like that song's unreal, right? And um, and and it wasn't even like viral as like today's standards viral, right? Um. But I think he said overnight it got like 2,000 listens. And they were like, they like maybe had like 200 followers. So they were like, whoa. And they and they were like, I don't even know if we know 2,000 people. Like, that's crazy, right? And then I think by the end of the week, and somebody would maybe have to fact check me. I could be totally wrong. But it was at like a million streams. Dang. Unreal. Right? And so like, it just But once it again, even one. then. But, they, they had two songs before that, and yeah. how much production time did they take on those songs? Exactly. Too? Well, and, and Phineas had been in a band for years, and he'd been working in, in Logic for years and years and years, and so, like, he had the experience to, like, be yep. able to make that happen, but... No, it, it's just, it's always been an interesting concept to me because I think people throw a lot of shade, right, or just at people being like, oh, they just got lucky. Yeah. That's one of my, like, least favorite things that people <laughs> say because it's like... There's, there's an aspect of luck sometimes. Yeah, but you also kind of create also, your own luck, yeah, right? Yeah. Meaning and you're, it's hard you're work. always preparing so when those moments arrive, you are ready. Yeah, and it takes those moments arriving because sometimes like yes. in the r- n- wrong time or the wrong place, the wrong time somebody's listening to it, like I'm pretty sure like Ocean Eyes and the reason that their whole thing like became successful is because a blog picked it up and like that blog like was mm-hmm. read like big time or whatever and if that doesn't happen, who knows, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's luck in a sense, but it's also right time, right place and putting in the work yep. all combined yeah, yeah, to yeah. make success. Yeah. That's why I say kind of create your own luck. Cause you yeah. are in, you are there in those moments where you have those, those times. Cause I think we've all had them in our lives, right? Oh, where, for sure. But it's because of the efforts we put in prior mm-hmm. to it. Anyway, that's like a whole nother. That was a long sub- thing about. Fitness. I dude, I, I love like fitness. I love those type of books, and uh, I used to not be a big reader, so that's saying something else. <laughs> but but like those type of concepts where like no, it does take hard work and determination. It's not just yeah. a flip of the switch. Mod at automatically there. <laughs> yeah, it takes more than just talent. Oh, for sure. I didn't ask you, but favorite song from Pentatonix for you? Oh gosh, man. If if you want the the one that I've probably listened to the most recently, Midnight in Tokyo. Midnight in Tokyo. Go give it a listen. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, all their stuff is good. Yeah, I I can't choose Christmas until after November, so I'm just. <laughs> that's but fair. their Christmas song, that's Christmas to me. This will probably release after oh. November, so maybe give a. Oh, that's a good point. That's Christmas to me by <laughs> Penna. It's an original Pentatonics, and I'll tell you, yeah. man, that one will give you chills. I think Thank You. Have you ever heard Thank You? Is I that think in their newer also, ones, the lucky ones? Is it part I'm, of that one? I'm not positive, but it's a Christmas song. 
I think. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, no. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I think. I, I was in tears the first time I listened to that song. They, they're, man, they, oh. Beautiful. Just once again, their production. They, the stuff that they do is nuts, man. Crazy. Good stuff. Crazy stuff. Good stuff. All right. I'm going to give Phineas a plug. A concert six months from now. I love that song. And the production on that song is insane. Wait, that's the name of the song? Yeah. Okay, I was like, wait, he's coming to here? We should <sighs> go see. I know, right? I, <laughs> But no, okay, fair <laughs> enough. concert six months from now is... Gosh, man, I was like excited. I was like, dude, we should go. We um, totally should. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months from now? A concert six a concert months from tr- now. Yeah. yeah. A concert six months from now. Go give it a listen. Absolutely. Love it. Hit me with another one. Uh, hit my baby one no. more time. Oh man, <laughs> Do you like 90s that? music. While we're talking <laughs> 90s music, mm. I almost made this. Phineas has a song called the 90s. Great oh. song. I almost made this an honorable mention. Okay, but because they I debated into the top they, five, they're in the top five. In sync. Okay. Now I think look, that's a generational thing. It is 100. percent And is. I respect what they've made. I don't. Look, like that look, music man. doesn't do it. So it was okay. 98 degrees and sinking Backstreet Boys yeah. during that era. I I grew up in that time, right? All are great. I don't know why NSYNC for me just it, and it I think it's also part of that is Justin Timberlake to be real, his solo career and some of his stuff that he's come out with great great, great music. Stuff. Yeah. Part of the reason they are in my top 5 and like I, I've got kids, guys. Shocker. So like trolls, right? Like oh yeah, kid kids love that stuff. Can't stop the feeling. Is that the song? That 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 one went big for Justin, right? That but massive. In sync, just got back together. I didn't even for know. a new song <laughs> for the new trolls movies coming out calling called Better Place. Better Place. And it for me and a lot of a lot of bands that are coming back are kind of doing this. They still have their their sound a little bit, but they're more modernizing it, and that's kind of what they did here. Maybe like a mature sound. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. And and so the thing I always liked about NSYNC were once again I'm a harmonies guy, mm-hmm. and for some reason NSYNC's harmonies just struck a chord. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> twice in one. Yeah, two drums and a cymbal fall off a cliff. But <laughs> nice <laughs> anyway i should plug this in so we could like do that live. oh my gosh that'd, that'd be, be crazy, great right? um no i'll just make all the sound effects yeah, it'll sound fair. even worse um <laughs> no but for me it's yeah it's definitely like i grew up with them and that kind of stuff and, and as they've come back together there's been a lot of hype around it mm-hmm. and so we've listened to that song one too many times in our house but <laughs> i don't really have much more to say to that because yeah they're boy bands like yeah you know, makes sense. But they were good. <laughs> I can. All right. Favorite song by them? Right now, better place. Fair enough. But if I had to, I mean, I feel like that's cheating a little bit. You have to go with an no, older song. Um, oh gosh, man! I'm trying to go through their old songs in my head. We'll go with better place. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. My next one. Yep. Quinn ninety two. Which, if you're trying to look it up, Quinn XCII, it's the Roman numerals for 92. Unreal. I feel like I've heard. And we'll talk about concerts later. His concert was one of my favorite concerts. Solo artist? Yeah. Okay. Quinn 92. So good. Holy cow. 
there's n- there's not a single album that he has put out that I don't listen to on a regular basis. And what's crazy is he's okay. This is something that I could talk about for hours, but like different albums and like the way I love listening to albums top to bottom because that's how artists like specifically put them. And so when an album's great, I just I eat it up. Um, but he has <clears throat> he's got an album called. Um, I think it's we made this album in Newport part two or something. I would have to look at it. Um but he let's see here. Let me find the exact title of that album real quick. Okay, uh, for what it's worth, i I Oh no, it's Changers Changes Scenery too. Don't think I've heard of this guy. That's maybe fair. I've heard of him, but like I've I haven't heard his music at all. That's fair. Um What what genre the song would is you... we made this album in Newport, but the album is Change of Scenery Two. Uh Change pop. Okay. Pop alternative ish okay um but um i'm gonna mention this album because when this album came out like all of his albums up to that date i just loved every second of them and like just ate them up from the start like when i first started listening which was back in like 2015 2016 um it was with the story of us album anyways um but all those albums i just loved them and so that one from Michigan with Love and then Letter to My Younger Self loved those three albums. I was just like, this is unreal, so good. And then he dropped Change of Scenery 2. I was so excited and then he dropped it. And and the singles were great. I loved the singles. Dropped the album and I was like, I didn't, I didn't like it. And I was and I talked about that like vocally for a while and then I gave it a second chance. Or well, like I I had listened to it probably like two or three times and I was convinced that I didn't like the album. Went back and listened to it, and I was like, maybe I do. <laughs> listened to it, uh, and now I've probably listened to it like 20-something times. I love that album. And when an album has uh. so much depth that you don't know you love it until you listen to it 20 times, beautiful thing. And this is what's crazy about Quinn 92 is because there's a ton of artists that do that with like all of their projects. It's just so deep right. that you have to listen to everything. He has that album. The album right after that, The People's Champ, Every single song, first time listened, I was just freaking out because it was so good. And I was like, this is so refreshing to have like something with so much depth. And, and, and The People's Champ has depth. I'm not saying it doesn't, but like it was just a great listen right from the start. Right. And like Change of Scenery 2, I was like really struggling at the start. And then now I, I eat and it And then up. you had a Change of Scenery. <laughs> I see what you did there because oh, the, it's the album title. But yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for like people to be like, "Oh no, he's a dad joke guy." <laughs> oh, cringe. Oh man. And I'm very grateful that you're listening, and I'm laughing <laughs> in my head because you just rolled your eyes at that dad joke. Go. There you go. Quinn, no, I'm gonna go listen. You should. I'm gonna go listen. He's so good. My favorite song by him is "The Lows." It's in the People's Champ. Either that or. Um, Doris Terrace or what? Where is it? Yeah, Doris Terrace. He's. Uh, do you know Jeremy Zucker? Or Jeremy Zucker is technically how you pronounce his last name, but people don't talk about that enough. He pronounces it that way. Everybody else says Zucker. Anyways, not that I'm. I'm a massive fan. He's an honorable mention. I love Jeremy Zucker. Jeremy Zucker. Zucker Zucker. Either one. Wait. Zucker's how everybody says it because that's how it literally it's sound like you said Zucker Zucker. Zucker. Oh is Zucker. Technically okay. how he says it, but. People have said Zucker, and, like, he's okay with that. Um, but Doris Terrace, unreal song, like, brought me to tears. Um, but the lows, 
that song is so rad. The guitar line in that song is my favorite freaking thing in the world. Oh, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll show you after. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyways, I'm that, excited. that's my Quinn. I'm excited. Shout out. No, see, this is good, man, because I think a lot of it, when we were talking about music a little bit last time and like it made me start thinking about different artists and it's been awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love hearing new music. I freaking love it. Okay. Um, uh, which one do I bring up next? We're going to go Jonas Brothers. Good choice. I okay. love the Jonas Brothers. So. Well, now. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not one of those. Oh my gosh, Jonas Brothers. They were my favorite back in the day. I don't. Look, I'm not I loved one of them. that voice. You should do that voice more. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> um <laughs> but but look they were finding Camp Rock. We're, we're a Disney <laughs> family, whatever. It was cheesy, it was great. Yeah. Their new stuff though is what I've loved. Unreal. The album? Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, the album. Well, even uh what was Happiness it? Begins. Happiness Begins. Great album. Great. Too. Like the they came back and their stuff that they came back with so good. Here's my hot take on the Jonas Brothers. Why it's so good now is because Happiness Begins was produced by Ryan Tedder, mm. uh, Tedder, sorry, um, lead singer of One One Republic. Oh yeah, Ryan so, Tedder's nuts, man. Yeah, so the he produced, he produces, he produced, and I think co-wrote that entire album with them, which is unreal. And then the album, executive John, producer John Bellion, and feature man. and co-wrote on almost the entire thing, John Bellion. And John Bellion, I will talk about in just a second because he is my spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Time. I love it. Um, he's my favorite artist of all time. But yeah, I'm convinced it's because they used those two. So those are two good. of the best producers but of our generation. Once again, like their musicality, like I honestly like people have their opinions. I think it's great that Joe and Nick did their own thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, like we're gonna get into concerts, but they're one of the. They're one of those that like I've almost listened to more now than I've been to their concert. Yes. And their music, generally speaking, is fairly clean. And especially yep. with four kids, like I try and look for music that's clean. And so You know what's crazy? And maybe people will look at me less than for this. Swearing doesn't bug me, like at all. <gasps> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> I, I know, right? And so like in music, unless it's like vulgar. Like I, I don't listen to it if it's vulgar, but like if yeah, they use words, I really it doesn't phase me. No, Sometimes I don't fine. even realize it's cursing, and then I'll like play it for somebody, and my mom will hear it, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And I'm like, "I didn't even know I said that word to be honest." Because I listen. This is the thing I was gonna ask you. Um, do you listen to lyrics first or music first? Ooh. Usually music. Yeah, I think. I think a lot of people are music first. Some people are lyric first and like that's totally fine. People listen to music in different ways, right? I think I'm unique in that not only do I <laughs> listen to music first, I listen to music probably the majority. I barely dive into lyrics. Yeah, it's Well, fair. and I do when I recognize that the music is next level, I'm like I need to understand if this is deep lyrically and and if and I should also mention this. Like, lyrics also stand out to me. And if there's a line in there that I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's unreal, right? Like, but I'm not sitting there like, ooh, what is this song saying? No, I'm like, how does a song make me feel? Yep. That's what I yep. listen 100%. to. 100%. That's usually how I am as well. And then sometimes I'll go back and listen. I'm like, duh. 
once again, like I, I put on my music and that my kids can listen to. Yeah. And so for me, like that's where I'm a little more cautious, but, but I get it, man. Yeah. Like that's fine. But here's another anyway, great sorry. example. <laughs> Go no, no, no. Going into that, like it makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. Little Bird by Jonas Brothers. Okay. <sighs> Guys, I've got a three-year-old daughter, three boys, one girl. She's my little princess. Ooh, it's almost making me teary-eyed. Like that song, hearing it live was amazing. And and it made me, it, it was amazing, but I don't think I realized how amazing it was until after. Because then I went back and learned about the song and how it's about like, I think, who's the oldest, Kevin? Yeah? Yes. Kevin's daughter. Yeah, it's Kevin becoming a dad, right? And, and, and so I re-listened to it after it, like that night thinking of my daughter. Dude, I was 100% in tears. Oh, absolutely. And almost every time I listen to it, it puts me in tears. And the fact that, it does that for the Jonas Brothers too, being fathers. Like, dude, that one struck a chord with me. I think that's also why their music has gotten dramatically better. Mm-hmm. Because marriage, well, and I'm sorry, J- Joe's going through a divorce right now, so like Which, that's really that's tough. tough. But um, we're doing the best they can. Yeah, absolutely. Not but that, like, not that I know them personally, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Like I know them, <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> they're they're doing the best they can. Well, divorce is hard. I don't care who you are. No, absolutely. But like marriage and like kids, I think that is the maturity that they needed to put out the music that they just put out. Well, and, and their voices have matured more, oh, right? Sure. Like, let's be real. Their older stuff they sent, and, and back in the day, that was definitely more the style of like yeah. whiny. I mean, you know, look at. <laughs> Any of the stuff from back in the day, Yellow Car, Blink-182. Even Justin Bieber when he was young. Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. The Biebs. Um Justin Bieber is really good. And really I, I will admit, I did not, once again, one of those artists, I don't like most of his stuff back in the day, but yeah, some of his newer stuff, or even back when he be, like came back. You want to know why? Why? John Bellion. Oh, my gosh, Isn't dude. that crazy? Justice, the album Justice, like, holy um with chance the rapper yeah yeah. you know i know um anyone hold on like all of those like songs that blew up on that album other than peaches which wasn't john oh yeah you mean the one by jack black (laughs) right oh my gosh oh my gosh oh man no different peaches um oh my gosh (laughs) no but john john produced and wrote Mm. um which is crazy and phineas and Benny Blanco, which I mentioned Benny, Benny, I think on another episode. Benny, producer, yeah, yeah, unreal. Yeah. He was in the room with Charlie Puth. That's how I got you to click because you knew Charlie. Anyways. That's right. That's Benny Blanco was like most of the hits you've ever heard, Benny Blanco was a part of in some way. Like he's he's unreal. But Benny and the Jets. <laughs> but Sorry. Can I Benny and Phineas wrote um, Lonely. Mm-hmm. They literally just okay. tailor made. Here's Justin's song. Gave it to him. Great. That's Anyways. cool, man. I'm sorry. That was a whole tangent about Justin. No, no, no. This is good, man. I think. I, I think you're that's talking the, about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think that's the whole point too. Is like different producers and people that get involved. Like you mentioned, Ryan Tedder, right? Mm-hmm. Like Unreal. he freaking wrote Halo for Beyonce. Yeah. And his version's actually pretty sick too. Yeah. He wrote but, Sucker. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Crazy. Well, and, and so you hear of all these producers. Pharrell, right, mm. is another producer. And so like, good. There's just all these different people that, yeah, they're amazing artists, but they produce crazy good songs, And too. there's stuff you would never know. Oh. You're like, oh, they, they were on that? 
It's crazy. It's like, wait, they wrote that? That doesn't seem... So, you know, like, I, I get it. And I... So that's why for me, like Jonas Brothers, their newer stuff, like we'll listen to some of their older songs and they're good. Mm-hmm. But we also, like I, I got to admit, like I loved Nick Jonas's solo career too. Yeah. You know, he came out with an album in 2021 that I just started listening to the other day. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is still good. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Anyway. If you would like to listen to the part two of this episode, you'll have to stay tuned for next week. Um, where we we dive into our our number one artists and we mention our honorable mentions and um, go into to the rest of this stuff. Um, it's actually a great ending. So if you would like to listen to that, stay tuned for next week.